is Angela, the blah, blah, blonde. Um, so I want to clarify something. Um, it's been brought to my attention that maybe I presented um, some certain situations in a different light. Um, as far as like how the kids grew up and everything with both of their parents being drug addicts. Um, you know, let me just say that my ex-husband got his shit together way, way, way before I did. He actually started from nothing uh, several times. And, you know, so, and he did it without having to go to rehab, without having to go to prison, without having to, any trouble with the police or law enforcement or whatever. So, um, you know, sometimes when I talk about those times, I sound pretty bitter. And it's not because of, it's not mostly because of him. It's because of the person he was with at that time. Because she caused so much drama and BS and, and just unnecessary unnecessary stress on everybody like everybody I mean I, I know I, I think I told y'all about whenever our house got broken into and my kids are still I mean Daniel still likes to have a weapon around him at all times he says that he, that's not why but I watched that kid grow up so I know better you know just little stupid shit like that that was completely unnecessary I mean she was looking for $30 $30 you know and what was crazy was at the time all of us were hanging around together doing drugs together and I told you know I would have helped her find $30 legitimately you know like there was no need for that at all so when I talk about things like that that have to do with her I probably do sound pretty angry because I still have a lot of animosity towards that time and what uh, and what you know just the things that she's done and from my point of view you know and like like the I don't know. She was the one of the ones that was bitching and, and talking shit whenever uh, I told them that I wasn't going to watch them bring my baby out in a body bag. And I left. And she was one of the main ones that just stirred all that pot up, you know, stirred that pot up for no reason. It was none of her business. That wasn't her kid. It was my kid. And there's nothing that she could have done or said that I would have made me do anything any differently. So, um, so, and then, you know, the fact that, <clears throat> that, she tried to portray herself to a lot of people in my opinion this is just my opinion maybe I'm wrong but in my opinion she tried to portray herself to a lot of people that you know that she was closer to Taylor than she was I can honestly tell you and this is gonna sound really shitty but I know because Taylor told me that most of the time when she hung out with her was just to piss me off so I mean she didn't really care for her either she loved her dad she didn't really care for her she tolerated her and all her BS because she loved her dad, you know, so, and, and, you know, she wanted to make me angry, or, or she thought she was making me angry, whatever, I don't really know what that was all about either, but the whole thing of it is, is that, that, you know, we all have our demons, and we've all, we all have a past, and a story, and like I told my ex-husband, you know, I tell my story to see if I, you know, to try to maybe, maybe I can help just one single person not have to go through what I went through or, or, you know, learn that, that, you know, sobriety is possible. I mean, after 40 years, you know, that's a pretty long, that, that's most all of my life from zero to 11 was carefree, you know, <clears throat> beyond that, except for the last two years, <clears throat> it was always something. So, um, but, and I, and I talk about him because, you know, he's, he's a part of Daniel's life. He's a part of my life too. You know, it takes a village. It really does. And we're, you know, if you're, if you've been a long time listener, then you, you heard the interview that 
I did with Tanya, his current wife. And she, I mean, she and I are, are are close. We're really good friends, you know. And and me and him are really good friends. And I feel like once, and I say this all the time, I feel like once you lose a child together with someone, it changes you forever. But it also bonds you together forever because it's like you know, it's almost like no one else really can understand what happened with with your child. You know, I mean, I understand everybody's people that have lost children understand. You know, it's. The pain is similar, but whenever you actually go through the exact same situation with someone, I feel like it's a little bit different. That's just my opinion. Again, you know, like, it might not be right. It, it just, it is what it is. So, you know, um, take it with what, for what it's worth. <laughs> um, you know, this whole podcast, obviously, is, is nothing but my opinions and my thoughts my perspective. And so, you know, if you hear something that doesn't sound right or you disagree with or whatever shoot me an email hit me up on socials i got no problem with with you know hashing it out with you or not hashing it out like in a bad way but just trying to you know come to an understanding for both of us i mean because look i'm not beyond learning or adapting or or communicating anything and and you know i love learning things every day good or bad happy or sad you know i'd love to learn things every day um and I am not the foremost authority on probably anything, <laughs> honestly. Um, but I'm a human, and I do have I do have uh, my own thoughts on things, just like you do, just like everyone does. So I just really wanted to clarify that. You know, I don't I don't want my ex husband to stop listening because he thinks that I'm trashing him. <laughs> so I told him I would make it right. You know, and I get his point of view, but. Um, maybe I just never told him how I felt about the, that person he was with at the time. Although I feel like he should have known, but maybe he didn't, you know, and that's okay. I love the, the I love his wife now, and, and that's all that matters. And, you know, like I said, we've all got a past. And, you know, me and him, we went through a lot of, a lot, a decade, a decade of, of, of relationship, you know, before all this other stuff. And... I mean, we've been through a lot of our ups and downs and everything else, too. And, you know, we've all grown as adults. It may have taken some of us a little bit longer, like me, <laughs> you know. But, I mean, we've been through a lot, you know. He was there when my mom died. I was there when his mom died, you know. And 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 that, those two events were very, very, very uh, detrimental or, or painful for both of us um, on each side. Because we were all very close. I mean, we really were. And, um, I don't know. I just, I just feel like that, you know, I mean, we're all family still. Like I said, I do, I spend probably as equal amount of time with his family as I do with mine still. But, you know, we all are just trying to get through everything day to day. So, um, I really hope that, that you can have the same kind of relationship with your in-laws or outlaws as they, as they used to call it, um, I mean, you know, it's, it's, and I really appreciate Tanya for, for just allowing me to continue in that, in that manner, you know, and still be a part of the family and it not bother her, um, you know, because that, that says a lot and, and because, you know, I, at sometimes there was, there was several years whenever my family was kind of dispersed everywhere and nobody was gathering because everybody was doing whatever and I mean there was no place for me to go on holidays or whatever and so I just always went with Daniel and you know that was a 
that was that was what got me through a lot of those times by myself because you know I mean because it's really it's really hard whenever the only person that you still have in your immediate family is with other other sides of the family and that leaves you like nowhere by yourself and so they all understood and, and, and still welcomed me in and you know for that I will always be grateful for all of that and you know I mean I still talk to everybody and, and we're, we're all still family so um anyways that's all I just wanted to get that off my chest um I'm running around doing errands today because I'm off and um, trying to get some things done. Going to going right now to see my psych doctor, who I have not seen in like six or eight months. I'm supposed to see her every three months, but every time either she's been sick or um, I don't think I've had to reschedule on her. I think I think it's been she's been sick. She changed her hours and she changed her hours again. Whatever, whatever. But anyways, I'm headed to that right now. Um, my medications have still been coming in because they mail them to me every month, so that's good. I haven't missed any of that because that would have been really bad <laughs> because I feel like I'm doing pretty great right now on them. Um, so, you know. Anyways, uh, I think I told you already that I started a new job with being Connie's assistant. Hey, Connie. <laughs> Y'all know I got to give her a shout out every episode. Um, so that's that's going to be cool. It's going to be really fun. I love spending time with her. And I do not mind helping her, doing anything, you know. And I learn from her so much. And so I just like to be in her orb because she's just so interesting and so vibe, so uh, has so much vitality. And, and she's just, I, I feel like I didn't know her before. She likes to tell everybody her excuse for anything that you don't like is, well, I'm 60. Well, I didn't know her before she was 60, but I can't picture her in the things that she talked about when I know her now because now she's just so full of energy and love and and amazing brilliance and just, I mean, she's a really, really, really bright, shining light in my life, and I'm so thankful that I that I met her. I really. I mean, look, look. The first within the first five or ten minutes of meeting her, I was ready to be her, moving and be her best friend. <laughs> I mean, that's it's it's crazy, but we just bonded instantly. We just bonded so instantly, and um, you know, and I I love it <clears throat> when things like that happen. <clears throat> so, anyways, um, I'm gonna go ahead and and uh, take a break right now and. Uh, Stay tuned, and we'll be back. Hey, it's Angela the Blah Blah Blonde. Uh, thanks for listening. Welcome back. So, um, I feel like I tell y'all this all the time, but you know, it's really just out of the blue things that, that don't have any rhyme or reason at all that make me think about Taylor. And just in my random day, you know, um, <clears throat> I mean, it's always something popping up here, there, or yonder, and. I just, sometimes it makes me cry or just tear up and sometimes it doesn't, but it always just makes me miss her, you know, not like I've forgotten about her or anything like that. That's not ever going to be the case, but every once in a while, you know, I can carry on like maybe I still have two kids alive, you know, and which is goofy. I can't really explain it. Um, I can't really explain it, honestly, um, but uh 
I don't know. <laughs> like I said, I can't really explain it. But anyways, in my in my world, in my perfect world, you know, I still have them and I'm going to get to see them both <clears throat> successful, doing well, living in their own homes, you know, with families and things like that. And that's just really not the case for either one, you know, like, I mean, Daniel's still here, but he's a shell of a man, you know, he's, he's here, but he's not here. And I know that he's trying to work and this, that, and the other, but you know, more money, more problems. A lot of times, I mean, usually he does better when he works, but that's only if there's someone holding him accountable, it seems like. So I don't really know. Um, and Taylor just never got the chance to, she never gave herself the chance to do a family or have a family, do a family, to have a family or, you know, anything else. And she said that she always, she, she never wanted kids and so on and so forth. But I feel like that if she just would have found the right relationship and she would have gotten the help that she needed and would have been feeling better then that, maybe that would have changed. But she would often say that, that, <laughs> that, I screwed her up so bad that that I was the reason why she never wanted to have kids and you know like I said I was her I was the villain in all her stories until right right about a year and a half two years before she died so she said a lot of things that she probably meant or didn't mean I don't know but I mean hell maybe she's right you know I mean <laughs> the only thing that I ever wanted to do my whole life was to be a mom and really I once I had it, I, I didn't do very well. I mean, I was always there. I always knew where my kids were. I always knew their friends and, you know, but I guess emotionally, maybe I wasn't available because I wasn't, I was shut down myself from losing my mom. So, you know, I don't know what the answer to that is, but, um, I mean, you know, I've told y'all before that, you know, when my mom died, we all just kind of discombobulated, every single one of us. And instead of coming together as a family, we just fell apart, like, completely. It took a lot for us to get it, get back together, and in some ways, it, it took Taylor's dying to bring us a little bit more together, and then, you know, and then to the point of not me not just not having anybody else, which I know this sounds crappy, and I don't mean it that way, but it just is the way that it turned out, that me not having anybody else you know, brought me closer to my family, and God, that sounds really terrible when I say it out loud, but it's, honestly, it's the truth, so, I mean, it is what it is, right, but, all right, well, I'm gonna take a break, I'll be back. Hey, it's Angela, the blah, 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 um, well, so I started my new second job with my Mary Kay mama, and let me just tell y'all that as far as work goes, we had so much fun. We got so much done. We laughed and laughed and laughed. And we just had a great time. I mean, we always enjoy each other's company, I think. Um, but that was just a really well-needed, well uh, well-necessary, I don't even know what I was trying to say, a well-needed um, break, girl time, whatever. And, and plus we did, we got, we got a bunch of stuff done while we were, while it seemed like we were goofing off when we really weren't. Um, and you know, you should always be able to have fun at your job, have fun working. Uh, so, you know, if you do what you love, then you won't, then you never work a day in your life, they say. Um, you know, and it's just like at the, at the flower shop, you know, whenever we're able to talk and laugh and, and carry on and still get our work done 
then it just makes the day go by faster. And I mean, you know, those are, those are my people, but you know, I have people everywhere. Connie's my people. And, and we just did, we just had the best time. Um, I'm so proud of her and all that she's, she's going to get that car y'all. She's going to, no matter what, she's going to do it. And, um, I just feel like that she's just such a great role model for me, you know, <clears throat> because, and she won't cut you any slack. I mean, she absolutely won't cut you any slack. So, you know, you got to pull your own weight for sure, but that's fine. I got no problem with that. Um, but yeah, we, <laughs> I don't think I've laughed like that in a while. Well, I did at work the other day, a couple of days at work, but you know, those three days, it's been a long time since I had a really deep belly laughing good time to where my face and 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 belly hurt whenever I left you know what I'm saying like it was awesome so uh yeah it's gonna be fun working for her it's gonna be really really fun <clears throat> um of course I went off to get get her oil changed and I have not gotten oil changed in a car in <sighs> at a place in, well, let's see, since my dad was still alive and the green truck was still running, (laughs) so, because I was still driving it, so Taylor was probably still alive, and yes, so before Taylor died, so it's been over 10 years since I've gone anywhere to get the oil changed, and um, apparently the prices have not really gone up as much as I thought, because it costs $99.99 for her five quarts of, of oil, when she said that Walmart does it for 30, so I was like, "Ooh, gosh, I'm so sorry. I mean, I didn't even think to ask her what the range was. You know, we had a coupon and that's where I went. And it's funny because it's right next door to the flower shop. And, um, and I didn't even know that I knew it was an oil change place, but I had no idea what the name of it was, but yeah. So, um, anyways, so that's just what that is. But, I felt really bad because I swear I did not have a clue at all. I figured, you know, I mean, I remember it used to be 25, 30 bucks way back when. But I figured, you know, that, like I said, the 10 years ago, 10 or 11, at least, maybe longer, you know. So, I mean, I don't know. I just feel bad because I didn't even check and ask her, what's the range here? I called her about every damn thing else. <laughs> I mean, everything else. But... She said it was fine, lessons learned, whatever, but yeah, I just feel bad. So, um, what was I going to tell you about? Uh, oh, <clears throat> so at work, we're still, I found out today that, um, that the company where we get our invoices from, okay, so I don't know if I told y'all about this or not, but we still use the dot matrix printer. And that's what we print our invoices on. And yes, we still use DOS. I told y'all that before. But the dot matrix printer, and um, and so nobody has the paper. The printing printing place doesn't have the paper for it. So they have to order the, or find the paper and then order it. And then once the paper gets there, then they have to print them. Well, come to find out, they didn't even start looking for the uh, paper until they had already had the order for a month. And now here we're coming up on Valentine's Day, and we're still handwriting everything. The problem is it's not really with the handwriting of the cards and stuff. The problem is going to be whenever we have to look something up and we can't we have to go through by hand all these uh stacks and stacks of papers and stuff and that's just gonna be a real pain um so they said supposedly we they they got the paper last week but 
that or they got the paper the paper was coming or the invoices were coming this week but that was last week so you know i mean who really knows honestly who knows what's happening and what's going on but i just know that it's 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 gonna take a lot of patience <laughs> to get through this next three weeks that's for sure and then we get a little bit of a break and then mother's day so i'm not sure what's gonna happen but um, we're going to hang in there for a while and just try to do the best we can, I guess. Uh, we did get a new girl that started, and she's she's young, but she's really good so far. Um, so <clears throat> that'll be helpful once she gets, you know, trained and everything. Of course, once she gets trained handwriting, then she's going to have to be retrained on the computer, probably. Hell, I think I'm going to have to be retrained on the computer if, if you want the truth. So, I mean, <laughs> it's just been... A lot going on. A lot, 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 lot going on. Um, I finally got tires for my car. I got two of them. Um, I finally got my medical insurance. Um, you know, I mean, I feel like I'm adulting as much as I possibly can. Uh, I'm still trying to, to make sure I make enough money to get my, pay all my bills. So there's that that's that's still um that's still up for up for debate uh because i'm still struggling with it but you know i really don't make that much money but i'm hanging in there so i mean i figure if i can if i can figure out how to make it with what i make now then anything else is just going to be bonus you know anything beyond that's going to be bonus excuse me i had to yawn i'm sorry <laughs> I'm worn down. But overall, it's been a pretty decent week. Um, I mean, I've been in good spirits. I finally saw my psych doctor and got everything renewed for three months and so on and so forth. And uh, so, yeah, we'll just go from there. Um, I do have to do blood work on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Um and then go to my other three appointments out there, um, which is going to be tricky because my appointments are in the afternoon and I'm not supposed to eat or drink anything until I do blood, but I'm not going to go out there in the morning and stay in Greenville all day. So I just guess I'll just have to figure it out. I don't know, but hopefully it, it will work out. I'm sure it will, but, um, Anyways, I guess that's all, really, that I have for you right now. So, thank you always for listening. I appreciate it. I've, I can't even believe that my numbers just keep rising and rising. And I've got, you know, as soon as my as soon as soon I publish one episode, it, it, it gets, like, five hits, like, right immediately. At four to five. Four to eight, actually. Uh, like, right off, right off top, you know? So, I mean, I couldn't be more grateful. I just... <laughs> I guess I just am, maybe it doesn't sound like I'm I have gratitude because I'm just in such shock about it. Like I mean I just can't even put it in the words like how appreciative I am that you all are listening and I hope that that I always have the content that's relatable and always have the content that's that's you know worth listening to. Um I think you can clearly see from the first episode until, you know, I th- I feel like you can clearly not see, but clearly hear the progress that I'm making um, in my life just by my, my podcast episodes. So I hope that that is some 
is of some kind of encouragement to some of you who might need it, you know, because look, nothing is impossible. You do have to put in the work, but it's worth it. So, you know, if you're struggling with addiction or if you've got mental health problems or, you know, anything, abusive relationships, you know, um, ugly self-talk, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've been through all of it and, and you can get through on the other side, get through to the other side. I'm living proof of that. Like, there's no reason why I should be here. I should have been dead six times plus over. Six plus times, you know, at least. And, I mean, my goodness, if that 40-year addiction didn't kill me, then <laughs> everything else that I've been around and been through, I mean, you know, so just don't ever give up is all I'm saying. Just don't ever give up and make sure that you... um that you understand that that it, that it is possible through God, all things are possible. You know, you can get a job, you can get a car, you can get out on your own, you can get your own medical insurance. I'm still so stoked about that. I can't even describe it. But, anyways, I'm just saying, never give up. Always believe in yourself because you're worth it. You know, God doesn't make trash, and He don't like ugly. So if He made you, then you must be pretty special. Uh, that's a given automatically right off top that's that's just what that is so when you learn to build your relationship with God and you learn to build your relationship with yourself you'll start to realize that hey that really is true it's all the negative negativity that 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 sometimes we surround ourselves with at least for me that would make me <clears throat> make me think and feel like I wasn't worthy of anything and so you know that's just um that's the bad part because it's really hard to get away from that. The bad stuff is so much easier to believe than the good. So, but anyways, I'm going to go for now. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye.